0: hey this is kelly dwyer this is the never too much podcast Uh, i have kittens all over my feet as you may have already guessed uh i decided to make this a free episode a behind the box score Uh, And this year podcast, Uh, because there's a a bit of Charles Oakley weirdness at the bottom of it. And some Vince Carter greatness in light of uh, Dr. Carter's decision to come back for uh, 2019, 2020, because that's the weird future season we're about to be in. Uh, I love Vince. I haven't always loved his shot selection. I haven't always liked uh, his headbands. I thought he was kind of, uh, you know, once that got out of Portland in the lockout season and the 99-2000, everyone else should have just been like, okay, Portland beat us to this. Detlef Schrempf beat us to this. Back on subject. Back on subject. Enjoy the behind-the-box score below and enjoy the, uh, this day in playoff history and consider uh, uh, contributing. Consider becoming a subscriber and getting this stuff all the time. I love writing about basketball. That's what I do. I can't help it. It just comes out. So you'll get for a month endless basketball emails, NBA emails, by games about teams that just got beat, about things like Chris Childs. It's just a lot of fun, and it's only $5. It's only $5. It's not that much, and if you don't dig it after a month, get the heck out of here. And if you do subscribe to this wonderful podcast, cats railing in the background, Uh, goes right to your Apple feed or any other feed you might want to get. Let's talk about last night. CJ McCollum can play. Bad dude. Uh, A bunch of answer shots in spite of his iffy shooting percentage. And uh, four assists in that first quarter when the Blazers were rolling. Uh, Defense. He just, he had that knee injury and it was the KG injury and I was, it was frightening because we were watching that KG game and thinking he was going to be back in a week or a month or something. And suddenly it's May. And maybe that wasn't going to be the same scenario from a column, a shooting guard and not a, a, a giant teetering statue like Dr. Carnett was, but it was still scary and it was still frightening. And it was still just drag. Um, he's been great. He's been just so solid as heck. And boy, howdy do I love it. Uh, Denver just got caught. Denver got caught. I, the Murray thing is a problem. Giant, nagging thigh bruises don't tend to go away. No much. No matter how much potassium you put in your system. So, ugh, That's a rough one. And uh, I believe... Yeah, it's on Friday. Game four is going to be, the me, game three is going to be on Friday. One of these things is going to be correct at some point for Kelly Dwyer. <sighs> I don't know. I thought the series was going to be chalk. I thought it was going to be every team winning at home, and I thought it was going to be a great and wonderful series. And now we had, so not a crummy game. It was a wonderful game. Eyes peeled on the game, loving every second of it. Tolerating Mikhail. What's up here? What's up, yeah. Always blink at cats. Blink at them. Close your eyes and blink at them. The old adage that, like, well, the, you're at a party and the cat walks in the room and the person that's not paying attention to it, that's who the cat's going to go to. That scan's real nice because we want to believe cats are giant jerks and they're going to be too cool for the room and they're going to go right to so the finger snapping daddy in the back. Fine. Live with that if you want. But the real reason, first of all, cats are jerks. Sorry. You're going to grow into a jerk. You just are. I'm with a six-week old old kid. She's got to learn at some point. Um, no, they just don't like cats or other things looking at them because when other cats look at them, they think it's uh they, they think they're staring them down. They don't like eye contact, which is another reason I relate to cats. Uh, so blink at them or look away or or do whatever and offer your hand. Be a pal. I can't get this getting off my lap. Let's talk about tonight's game. <sighs> I'm digging the series. I Philly's just so big, and those offensive rebounds aren't going to go away. They're just not. So you have to kind of handle what happens off of offensive rebounds. You got to make sure that the chippies, you're going to be ready for for the 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 form that Greg Monroe brings to the paint. You got to be ready for the kick out to the three pointer. You got to be ready to for you know. Philly's watching the Warriors like the rest of us. So watching the little screens, the Dragodala sets and stuff like that. Isn't that right, Keith? Uh, Philly's going to be trying to throw new stuff in. Philly's going to be fun and great and wonderful. And guess what? they got to play the Raptors. And the Raptors are tough as hell, and they're good, and they can slow the game down and pinpoint it to a thing where just Kavai and, and Siakam will just leave. Will just do terrible things to to your outside and then inside over and over and over repeatedly trying to watch the language in front of the kids. Um, <laughs> so who knows? Because Toronto was such madcap. I'm not so worried about Toronto's offense because some of those fellows are going to hit shots. They, they just are. I'd be worried about the defense, even though the stats are all right. I'd be worried about just eliminating as much as you can of the good stuff that comes off those offensive rebounds. Uh, and in doing so, you get a classic Eastern Conference game. So where it's like, okay, yeah, Scotty Pippen did get the offensive rebound, but like, now what? Now what? Now what? There's Xavier McDaniel right in front of you. What else? Let's look at third. I mean... Toronto is such a delight. Norman Powell's going to play fine. It's it's it's. I don't think there's no real reason why they should take either game in Philadelphia, outside of the fact that they can just keep shrinking this pace and keep. You know, this all's going to hit shots. Danny Green is not going to shoot twenty something percent for an entire series. Serge Ibaka is not going to miss two footers forever. He's Serge Ibaka, a glorious man. So yeah, subscribe to the site. We'll be back here tomorrow talking about Behind the Box scores. We got a bunch of uh, season-enders to do, and we do this podcast most every morning. It's called Never Too Much, and we try to make it as uh, cheap and cheerful as possible. That's my uh, Brian May guitar, my Guild Brian May guitar, 1994. Uh, be cool with each other uh, today on this Thursday, everyone. Just one game tonight. Have fun. Uh, uh, I guess consider eye contact. I don't know. I'm thinking about it these days. And thanks for listening. Consider subscribing. It really is a blast. And I could genuinely use the cash to try to get to Milwaukee for one of these playoff games. Uh, So uh, have some fun reading this. Take care, y'all.